Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to It's All Kicking Off, another football roundtable discussion podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, and Andrew Pollard from What Culture Football here to discuss another burning football issue. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Football on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily football podcasts. As I said, though, joined by Andrew Pollard to talk about what can only be described as the crisis going on at Barcelona and whether or not this is the end of Barcelona as we know it. Uh, It's been a wild, wild, I was going to say week, more than that uh, for Barcelona fans and just onlookers at this sort of thing. Lionel Messi leaving Barcelona, it seems, potentially even leaving on a free. Your reaction to these past few days news? Yeah, I, I think it's it's hard not to look at the Barcelona situation and not instantly jump on that Messi uh, story. And the fact that it, it is, by all accounts and purposes, Leo Messi is departing Barcelona, possibly to Manchester City, possibly to Paris Saint-Germain, possibly even to Manchester United. Who knows? Inter Milan, maybe. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, the big part of that is if, it, if Messi gets his way and it is a free transfer, it's one thing to lose arguably the best player in the world, but to lose that best player in the world for absolutely zero when you were hoping for 700 million uh, euros, <laughs> it's kind of, that's a bit of a kick in the uh, in the backside. Um, I, I mean, I'd like to think that there'll be some sort of compromise and, and Barca will get maybe, uh, I don't know, 150 million, 200 million. And that, I think that that's the key part of this because with that, obviously they can rebuild. They, they can uh, look to bring in some fresh blood, but if you lose your best player, arguably the best player in the world, and you've got no money for him to reinvest in your squad, a squad that needs massive reinvestment, that's scary times if you're a Barcelona fan. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk over the past few years, in fact, about Lionel Messi being pried away from Barcelona with mm-hmm. teams like Manchester City uh, or teams who've just come into loads of money uh, throwing cash at the problem until that Barcelona reached their limit or, like you say, that, that release clause. For those unaware... How can Lionel Messi potentially leave Barcelona on a free? Well, he's um, the last contract he signed a couple of years ago. There's a clause in that that, that says that he can leave for free basically at the end of every season. Um, and from what I gather, the what classes is the end of the season is 10 days after the Champions League final. So um, I think that those 10 days after the Champions League final in 2020, if, if that final went ahead as scheduled, would have been, I think off the top of my head, about the 10th of June. Um, so in Barcelona's eyes, they're saying that, well, that date is now been and gone, whereas Lionel Messi is obviously uh, quoting the the, the, um, the situation that's going on in the world right now as to, well, 
things it's a it's not a normal season and the Champions League final didn't take place until uh, well, well, whenever it was a week ago now. So his argument is that look, this clause should still be valid. I should still be able to leave for free because of the the very um, strange scenario we're <laughs> in at the moment. Whereas Juve- uh, Juventus, where am I pulling Juventus from? I was reading that on my screen for other <laughs> bits of this. Uh, but Barcelona are just saying, well, no, the legally this is not uh, you cannot enforce this because you missed the boat you could have gone in june and that was it um so they're at a standoff really um it's gonna be fascinating to see and like i said i think that that it's gonna be so pivotal to the, the future of barcelona uh, and like you say the general consensus appears to be that one way or another he will be leaving uh yeah. there's been figures chucked around i know we reported i think city had 220 million pounds in reserves they're looking at potentially uh, a money plus players deal um, it is discussions apparently is going to be happening between the Messi family and Manchester City going forward next week. I know I read today, I think Messi contacted Guardiola before this all sort of kicked off. So it would suggest that potentially uh, he could be going to Manchester City rather than the other Manchester club or PSG or whoever it may be. I want to kind of move away from the Messi situation because that has been the catalyst for what has been a, an all-round implosion of Barcelona, you know, Lionel Messi leaving is awful news if you're a Barcelona fan, but getting spanked 8-2 by Bayern Munich probably didn't help matters or, you know, was this thing that caused Messi to finally, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back to make him finally decide, you know, this is it. But it's amazing to say this, but that's not the only problem at Barcelona right now. We have seen reported, you know, wholesale changes at Barcelona. Kike Setien, of course, fired. Ronald Koeman brought in, who then subsequently told everyone, it seems, apart from like two people, you can go. You're crap. You won't be in my squad next season. Um, It's astonishing that Barcelona can go from being such a European powerhouse to now seemingly scrabbling around and having potentially about three players on the books if Komen gets his way next season. Who else could leave this summer from Barcelona? I think the easier way to do it is who could possibly stay because that, <laughs> that, that that's it's it seems that it's pretty much um, a free for all right now. If you want a Barcelona player, you put an inquiry in, and there's a chance you're probably going to get him. Um, the Frankie de Jong has been told that he's going to be key going forward. Um, supposedly going to be taking over a little bit more from traditionally where Sergio Busquets has played um, at that base midfield. Um, there's uh, Clement Lengele, the, the centre half. He's been told that he's going to stay. Um, Lionel Messi was one, and there was one other player who I you would assume someone along the lines of like Ansu Fati or Griezmann or Ter Stegen should be playing for them next season. Ter Stegen, that was the other one. That was there was supposedly four, and Ter Stegen was the other one who some would say is is possibly the greatest goalkeeper in the world right now. But he he's really really good. Uh, But yeah, pretty much anybody else. You've got the uh, the older heads uh, like uh, a Gerard Piquet, like Sergio Busquets. You're the Alba now, I think he might be 32. Uh, th- those players who are, who are synonymous with the success of Barcelona in the recent, well, over the last decade, mm. they're available. So, um, Mtiti is is available. Uh, for, uh, there's a, a cheeky rumor that maybe Everton uh, could be have inquired for him. Um, yeah, I know. I, well, when we do our, our Everton talk in the week, he was one of the people I was I was going to suggest as maybe they could go for him. But I don't know if I really rate him. But he's kind of like he's at Barcelona, so he must be good. But when I see him, he just looks so erratic. But mm. yeah, there's, there's pretty much. Even to, oh, um, even Rakitic looks like he's going. Arturo Vidal, they've been trying to get rid of for the last year. Um, 
yeah, Art is going to Juventus. That's part of a, a deal where Milan Pjanic is coming the other way. So they, they, there is at least one player incoming to the Camp Nou. Um, and Pjanic is very much a Barcelona player to me. I think he's, he's just mm. such a technically sound footballer. Um, but yeah, there was even stories that Griezmann, after just one season, was already looking at the exit door. Um, I, I think there was a story I read, I can't think where it was this morning, where Cummins had a, a conversation with him and it basically uh, turned Griezmann's mind the other way where, all right, OK, I'll stay. So even he was, after one season, 100 million transfer, even he was possibly on his way. Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's bizarre to look at, well, to, to think of what this squad could look like next season. Um, Luxman Dembele, who you could say has been a, a bit of a flop for the price, what, 130 million, I think they, they splashed that on him. He's available. Um, Nelson Semedo, uh, the right back, he's available. Luis Suarez is, is mm. uh, getting a free transfer. Coutinho, obviously, is available. They've been trying to get him off the books for pretty much since they signed him, it feels like. Champions so, League winner, Philippe Coutinho. Yeah. They don't have to pay more, actually, I've just remembered now, because he won the Champions League. See, I, I've, I I looked into this because Liverpool fans obviously jumped onto this because there was uh, apparently there's a clause in Coutinho's contract where if he wins the Champions League after signing from Liverpool to Barcelona, of course, um, then I think it's an extra five million um, <laughs> that, that Barca have to pay to Liverpool. But looking into it, uh, supposedly the, the caveat of the clause is that Champions League has to be won with Barcelona. Mm. So... They may have avoided that because that's it's one thing to get to loan this player out, get turned over by his new side by Munich 8 2. He scored two goals, and then you have to stump up an extra five million <laughs> for the privilege. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's Martin Braithwaite who they brought in that's that was just to seemingly to fill out numbers, so he's available as well. It's it's anybody there apart from maybe four senior players, you talked about Antu Fati, of course, uh, and Puyeg as well, some of the younger players who come into the squad last season, they're 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 going to be staying. But other than that, there's it's 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 going to be just so interesting to see how Barcelona line up, what 11 players start the first game of the season uh, in, in 2020-21 for, for Barca. It's genuinely surreal, this. Like, the Suarez story, I was astonished by. Like, I'm not exactly the huge, biggest fan of of Suarez off the field, but I think he's, you know, one of the, still one of the best footballers, one of the best forwards in the world. Uh, yeah. Any team would be lucky to have him. You know, necessarily he doesn't always do his duties in terms of defensive, but you can always count on him. And the footage we saw when people were arguing about him and Lewandowski on Twitter the other day, it's just, it's just amazing. But I, I think it's fair to say we've all done this on Football Manager or FIFA or whatever, where you've gone, right, Aside from two, three, four players, I'm going to have a complete clear out and I'm going to build my own squad. It's mad to think Ronald Koeman is actually doing that at one of the biggest clubs in the world. Whilst you reported on this a while back, obviously this will change if they get to sell a lot of players. Although the fact that we know they're having effectively a bloody closing down sale may affect <laughs> some of the prices. And the iron global master, which we can't mention, otherwise we'll get demonetised. Um, that has just changed the way football finances seemingly work right now. You know, they, were, they weren't they were exactly flush with cash. They may well be if they sell all these players, but my God, you know, yes, you have your Griezmanns and the play, other players that you've listed there to say, do you want to join a club with these players and the, the legacy of Barcelona? But it's a hard sell to say we're going to build from the ground up ready for what? Three, four, five weeks in next season? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. And and just think, if it looks like it's going to happen and Messi does leave, imagine that, like, oh, do you want to come and just take over that number 10 shirt? And, you know, <laughs> no no pressure, like, it's okay. Um, yeah, it's – and also it's a sell of, like, yeah, well, if you're having talks with somebody to come and sign for Barcelona, one of the – any player that's got an interest in going to Barcelona, one of the things they want to know is, do I get to play with Messi? Is Messi going to be there? Um, but yeah, it's, it's just – there's there's so much gone wrong and to me i think it comes back to um i think we may dive deeper on this um at some point in the coming weeks but just uh, to me the, the bad business deals for the last four five six seasons bad investment um i was looking into some of the numbers and of the players they brought in so many of them just haven't worked and they've been sold on at a loss um it's it's not the first time that Barcelona have had to rebuild. It's not the first time if Messi goes that they'll have lost their star player. There's going back to when I first started watching them in the early nineties and Romario and Stoichkov left. Um, then you have Ronald Koeman left himself as well. Um, you've had Ronaldo, the OG Ronaldo leaving after one season when he was the best player on the planet. Uh, you had Rivaldo leaving, Ronaldinho, uh, Samuel Eto, Xavi, Iniesta, Puyo. It's 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 cyclical. It's football. Neymar. That's the nature of the game, and they they always tend to rebuild, but. It's key to rebuilding is is you've got to spend your money wisely. And I think that's that's one of the big things with Barcelona is just some of the deals they made here. Uh, Polino coming in for 36 million. Coutinho, <laughs> 130 million. Usman Dembele, 125 million. Nelson Semedo, 32 million. Even players you kind of forgot were there briefly, like Andre Gomez, mm. 33 million off Valencia. And then they sold him for 10 million less to Everton. Um, it's... Yeah, um, Paco Alchaca uh, for 27 million off Valencia, Samuel Titi, Luca Dean. It's all these players, Arda Turan, even. You, you go back, and it just seems like when they got that money for Neymar, um, it is, is a big one for me. And they just thought, like, right, we need to buy players. Um, and they, they'd gone out and they went hard. Uh, Malcolm, they signed off Bordeaux for 36 million, did nothing. Now he's playing for Zenit St. Petersburg. It's. There's just so much bad investment um, for me it, over there when you look at it. And if those signings would have worked out, they wouldn't be in this predicament right now, but they haven't. And that's where the questions have to be asked right at the top of the food chain, which I guess that's part of the reason why, uh, why Jose Bartomo is, is under pressure right now to, to resign. It's, it's been, a few, it's not just a, a one season falling from grace for Barcelona. This is something that's been rooted and going on for, for several years now. Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We've seen the protests uh, outside and sometimes inside the grounds of the new camp uh, regarding the president. His resignation seems inevitable right now. Yeah, it, it seems a very untenable position for him. Um, it's not just fans calling for it. It's, it's one thing to have people on Twitter who, who've probably never been to the camp new moaning that you should resign or, or you need to be uh, let go from your responsibilities. But it's, it's a completely different beast when you've got people turning up at the ground protesting <laughs> your very existence, um, trying to get into the stadium. Uh, some of those people seemingly succeeding to get into the stadium. Um, and and those people blaming you directly for, for Messi being unhappy. And it's it's a strange one because the, the Barca fans, it's it's not so much they're protesting the idea that Messi might leave. Um, it's it's the fact that you've made him this miserable. That's their problem with Bartomeu. And it seems that there's, there's talk of early uh, early elections. Um, there's talk of him just resigning. And I think it's just whether he goes himself, whether he jumps or whether he's pushed uh, by the time it comes to elections, I, I don't think his time will be long uh, left at Barcelona. I love that phrase because it sounds like Every player they sign trying to fill Lionel Messi's boots. They are all untenable. Um, as we look ahead to next season, though, like what what can Coman do? What will that squad look like? Before we get, go on, get on to predictions of where on earth they're going to finish uh, in European competitions and La Liga, what can he do? Who can he bring in? Um, I mean, there's, there's players out there. Um, and I don't know, maybe, maybe if... if the inevitable that Messi does leave and, and it is Manchester City, then maybe you push hard for players in that deal. Um, it's one thing to get this reported 200 million. That seems to be the, the go-to price right now. If Messi does go, that seems to be the happy medium for all parties. Um, the compromise uh, fee, I guess you call it, compromising at 200 million. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nuts, mate. Um, but it's uh, part of me is thinking that 200 million, you can reinvest that really well. But if you can get some players off Manchester City, then that could be one way round of doing it. Um, and, and a chunk of change as well, get some cash in it. But the reason before when I wasn't really sold on this players plus, plus cash option was it was Eric Garcia was one of the names who is seemingly off to Barcelona anyway. Um, that was that was kind of like rumbling away about two or three weeks ago because his contract's coming down. So he's one name. Um, Angelino, the, the Spanish left-back who's on loan at Leipzig at the moment, RB Leipzig, and had a great season. But still... If you're Barcelona, you're thinking, well, he can't get a game from Man City. Why should we take him? But the the one that really threw a spanner in it for me this morning and piqued my interest in this deal is that Bernardo Silva was one of the players seemingly on the table. And you're thinking, well, if you can get Bernardo Silva, who one of the to me is one of the the, the finest attacking midfielders on the planet right now, is he messy? No, it, nobody's going to be messy. And I think that's going to be something that's going to be tough for Barcelona to get used to and Barcelona fans to get used to is nobody is going to ever be as good as Lionel Messi probably um, so maybe I'd look to try and mine some players from City maybe try and get a Gabriel Jesus possibly it's uh, it just uh, I'm thinking that as a as a just a I don't know again as a bit of a compromise yeah that's that that's what I was thinking because to bring it back to football manager whenever I used to do a, a players plus cash option I'd just be like He's in the reserves, he's in the reserves. That all kind of adds up to 20-odd yeah. million or whatever, and I don't need them. As much as, you know, Man City would love, and I would love to see uh, Lionel Messi in the Premier League and playing for Manchester City, for example, like, 
the name that immediately leapt into my head, yes, aside from Kevin De Bruyne, who was not going anywhere, um, is Gabriel Jesus. But then, you know, Aguero is one of the greatest Premier League strikers ever, but he's not getting any younger. And mm. Jesus seems to be stepping up season after season. And we've all seen what happens when teams, you know, let a really successful striker go and bring someone, I'm not saying, not talking about Messi here, but bring someone else unproven in, another striker from any other club. You're Roque Santa Cruz's, for example, when it comes to Manchester City. Beautiful man. Um, that how easily that can all fall apart. So I, it strikes me that they would look at Jesus as a transfer and go, I don't really want to let him go. Same with Bernardo Silva. So, yeah, in terms of rebuilding a squad from Manchester City's not cast-offs, but hmm. spares, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to really cut the mustard. And also, we've seen this on many occasions when any, any team has a high-profile sale of a player, everyone goes, how much did that cost? Or how much did you get for that? Right, well, that's just added 5, 10, 15 million to our sale price. My mind obviously turns to Andy Carroll uh, exactly. in this little yes, scenario. <laughs> so maybe, maybe he'll go to Barcelona. Well, he, he did score that that wonder goal that, that was doing rounds on Twitter that was decent, but maybe not quite worth the hype that I saw about it. But um, yeah, I, I think it's... If if um, City um, are keen to to let players go as part of the deal, and and Barca are happy with that, I think Barca really have to push for like, no, we're not just we're not just talking about your dregs. We don't just want um, Angelino, your left back, your third choice left back sort of thing. I, I think it's got to be a deal that suits Barcelona because, to me, I, I think legally it looks like Barca are kind of, I think they're like the cards are in their hands with with this clause to me um, because. I don't know. I, I, th- that's just how I look at it. And I think that, yeah, okay, Messi wants to go. And if Messi wants to go, he's going to go. But I mm. think Barca can still st- stand strong and either ask for that 200 million or no, we're not just taking Angelino and Eric Garcia. We want somebody good. We want somebody who who is either at the very top level or is close to that level, like a Gabriel Jesus. It can't just be a deal that purely benefits Manchester City. Um, and maybe they just maybe they look at that and just think, well, we're going to get Eric Garcia for free anyway, probably. So we'll, we'll take him because we wanted him. But other than that, we want 190 million. We want 20. We want 200 million. And then they go out there and they they look to reinvest because players out there are going to want to go and play for Barcelona. It's just a mm. case of of who's available right now for that sort of quality. And again, coming back to the, the deals they've done over the last few years, it's about this is key. They've got to bring in the right sort of players. Uh, the mm. names linked to them, like Donny Van der Beek, I think it'd be a great signing. Memphis Depay, basically anybody Dutch. It's been that that seems to be the <laughs> the kind of um uh, that that seems to be the mo lately with Ronald Koeman, which I can understand that he wants to right now. It's it's the biggest job in in the world for him because as somebody who loves Barcelona as a Barcelona icon, and he may only get one crack at this, and he mm. wants to have players who want to play for him and who he knows he can trust. So I can understand that it's it's a bit of a running joke that he's just looking purely at just Dutch players, but I can understand that if he's if he's managed Donny Van Der Beek and Genie Wijnaldum and Memphis Depay, these mm. names are linked to to Barca. Uh, I think all, all three of those could be great. I think Wijnaldum would be a really interesting one, just as a 29 now, that mature head in midfield, who's just technically such a wonderful player to watch. And uh, Donny van der Beek brings some energy, so I think that he'd make sense. But if, if you if Suarez is, is off and Messi goes, you've got to look at that that top end of the pitch and think, where are goals coming from? Ansu Fati, still 17, looks like a hell of a prospect. Had a great breakthrough season last season. Um, so he'll be one that'll get more football, I think. But I don't, I don't know. I think they need just... A goal scorer, a, a big power. I'm, I'm going back to Andy Carroll to say big power from number nine. <laughs> it's, it's come full circle to Andy Carroll. But you look at, I, I don't know, Lewandowski. It's it wouldn't be doable. But they need somebody in that sort of mold. Um, mm. 
I, I don't know. You, maybe they, an argument they could have gone in for a, a cheeky 12-month deal for Edison Cavani. That might have been an option at, at 33 years of age. Okay, not the not a spring chicken, but he guarantees you goals. I just everywhere it's it's nuts to look at the Barca side and think where where do we need to plug? And it's like pretty much everywhere. You've got a really good <laughs> goalkeeper. You've got this really good midfielder in Frankie De Jong. You've got Griezmann. You've got Lengele. You, you're basing things around at the back. Um, and then it's like, right, okay, well, so we need a left back, a right back, another centre half, two midfielders, a, a right winger <laughs> when Messi goes, a striker, and that's it. It's like, it is, it's like football manager. It's totally like football manager. It's quite the shopping list. I seemingly say this every summer, but it is going to be the most fascinating transfer window with the wildest theories and speculation going around. I could easily see reports coming in of, Mo Salah being offered exorbitant money to go to Barcelona or bloody Zlatan going back there or like take your pick honestly just take your pick Paul Pogba to Barcelona I guarantee that'll be a headline in the next few weeks yeah. if this goes yeah. through it's going to be absolutely fascinating to see where this goes uh, just to wrap up here um, like we say this is all speculation right now but let's say the Messi transfer goes through he leaves Barcelona and they get in adequate replacements um or at least have 11 players to start next season which right now doesn't even necessarily look plausible but anyway what happens next season this this year they finished second in la liga they were five points off real madrid they made the quarterfinals of the copa del rey and the champions league but all around obviously disappointment for barcelona but we've seen transitional times for for english clubs and what happens there this could be a seismic change in world football. This could be the end of Barcelona as we know it, as I said in the intro. Yeah, it's not just a dramatic attention-grabbing headline. It's like it's <laughs> it, it, there really is basis to it. When you, I, I mean, I've I've been uh, watching football for like thirty years now, and I I can't think of a time when it's just one of the big clubs or any club really. It's just essentially had to go that football manager route of just right. Everybody's available. We need. A, pretty much a whole new squad apart from five or six players. Um, and especially when it's this historically one of the, the greatest clubs in world football. Uh, and I, uh, to me, I think Ronald Koeman, Jesus, man, I know he's, he was desperate for this job, but such a, a thankless task this is going to be because the pressure is going to be huge. And we, we mentioned earlier in the week about Frank Lampard and he kind of had that free hit in his first season at Chelsea because there was that transfer ban and it's Frank Lampard. He, he gets a bit of leeway from the fans because he is such an icon of, of that club at Chelsea. And I think Kuman, for any sort of success, he needs to have that approach given towards him. I don't think he'll get it, but I just think because it's going to take it's going to take time. He, he's literally rebuilding the squad. He's he's going to lose the best player in the world, possibly the best player in the world ever. He's losing that player, and there's just there's just he's going to have to be putting out so many fires. There's so much damage control that needs to be done. Um, I, and he's going to inadvertently, he's going to end up with some players who they know that he's tried to get rid of him because he's not mm. going to be able to ship out all, whatever, 15 players, seemingly, or 16 players. There's going to be some players that are still there and they're going to know that that manager didn't want them, that, that he doesn't rate them. Um, and so I think, I mean, Jesus, I don't know where you even start when you look at expectations for next season. I, I think sensibly, logically, you have to temper uh, those expectations. And I think it's just a case of right. It's it's a slow rebuild. It's not a, a, an overnight fix. And I mean, if they came third in the league, fourth in the league, it shouldn't be seen as the end of the world. 
but it will be uh, because mm. it's Barcelona. Um, and, and if they're not in that title race, regardless of the problems they've had, regardless of the squad they may or may not have by that time, then there's going to be upheaval, there's going to be uproar. And before we know it, by the time we get to Christmas or January, March, whatever, then Ronald Koeman's head could be rolling. So it's I, I, it's it's one of those where you can step away from it as a, as a logical football fan and think, yeah, they need some time here, but we know it doesn't work like that. No, it's... it's... I mean, take your pick where you think they're going to end up uh, in La Liga, in any Spanish Cup competition, in the Champions League. I'd almost guarantee a random group stage defeat by to Bar- by, for Barcelona against like Genk or someone like that. Like that's that's a given, I'd say. And uh, what are the odds on Cristiano Ronaldo coming in as the potential saviour of Barcelona? That just grab a bag of popcorn and watch the internet <laughs> explode if that happens. It is going to be fascinating. We are going to keep you up to date with every single step of this, both with Barcelona and with Lionel Messi potentially going to Manchester City or any Premier League club. I don't care. I just want to see him in the Prem. But let us know your thoughts on the crisis at Barcelona on Twitter, at what Culture FC. Of course, watch they can follow both of us. Andrew, where can people get you on Twitter? At CultureLeftPeg. You can find me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture FC. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Football on YouTube for daily football videos, uh, lists, that sort of thing. But for now, this has been It's All Kicking Off. I thank Andrew Pollard. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.